No, the headbanging is back also. Well, the self-harm is is really, I mean, I think we just have to be realistic about this whole thing. Like, for as many steps that he's, you know, taking very positive strides, the self-harm is also growing as well. Mm-hmm. The biting, the headbanging. Well, I'm seeing really good changes with Cal lately. I mean, he just did his reassessment evaluation for OT, and she said the um, with him following directions and sitting at the table and just listening, he's doing a really good job. So I'm super excited for kindergarten. You know how it is. I don't want to jinx it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, ah, I think I'll just keep my mouth shut. That's exactly what I feel every time I go to say it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's exciting. No, it is. It's... It, so we we lost. I don't think we've done a podcast about Lolo leaving. No. Yeah. Um, so that was Cal's first therapist. Is actually, to be honest, is his first best friend uh, outside of his family. That's the person he was closest with in the entire universe. Like, and it doesn't always happen that way with therapists. Like, they, their bond just doesn't. You know what I mean? It's like. I mean, it's like friends. Like some people you're just not meant to be friends with. Right. It's like girlfriends and boyfriends. Sometimes it seems good in the first, in the beginning, and then it just doesn't work out or whatever. Like to find that connection on the first try really is gold. It's like, it's like total gold. And then that day, I'll never forget, she walked in and she's like, hey, I'm moving. And I was like, Oh, so this day is coming true. Like, you know what I mean? So she was our first experience with ABA therapy. Yep. So this was the first therapist that Cal got after he was diagnosed. Um, so we had a great experience. It was almost two years and it was exciting. It, it actually, mean, if you talk to people, they're like, it never happens that way. The first ABA therapist, it usually, it just, it's never like the grand slam. You know, it's like, yeah, we sort of, there was a connection, but we're still looking for, you know, something else, whatever. With her and Cal, it was, uh, it was like a, it was like a friendship started. And right. even her last day, which was just a couple of days ago, and we did a beach day, which was like so appropriate to end on the beach day because it's Cal's favorite place. It's Lolo's favorite place. You know what I yeah. mean? Like for them to be together and they were in the, in the, in the water together talking and she said that you know we had an emotional conversation about you know I'm leaving it's okay to miss me it's going to be okay for me to miss you in life sometimes we have to say goodbye to people and it's okay you know and he was really processing it I mean you could tell he was deeply thinking about it yeah Uh, you know he's kissed her before yeah like give her a hug and a kiss oh he's always running up and hugging her yeah yeah um you've got some of the videos and the pictures of that last day uh on our um Instagram, Facebook, so you can get to that at dailyautism.com. She was giving him a piggyback ride. Yeah, into the water. Yeah, so so if you're new to autism and ABA therapy, she is a BCBA, which is the highest you can be. Yeah, it's like the four-star general of um, therapists. Yeah, and actually we got super lucky because most people don't even get that. Yeah. So we had her full-time BCBA. Underneath that is an RBT, and that's somebody that's more training. So she has been training Maria... And Maria has been in our house now five days a week. Yep. Uh, and then we have another BCBA coming in to fill in Lilo's spot. Yep. So he's I'm pre- excited, though. He's done pretty good in the transition. I mean, obviously, in the beginning, it was a little bit like, I think he was sort of like, who are these people? And, you know, are they really going to be here for a while? But now he, 
like Maria pulled up the other day and he was looking out the window and he goes, oh, Maria's home. (laughs) So the fact that he realizes that she is there to see him and um, help him is pretty good after, you know, a month or so. And then a new therapist on top of that. She's not here as much, um, but she seems to have like a really cool outlook on stuff. And even Lolo said, you know, she's like, hey, this is going to be like good for him. This is new ideas new perspectives you know she's like I've been here a couple of years she's like I'm really excited for like how this new thing is going to fit him and and we've said that a lot about autism too it's like be it's so easy and I mean easy because you don't want to go insane to if something works you're like let's just keep doing it don't stop but that can also be bad in the long run where it's like okay this is the only way we do things this is your only outlook on life you know, well, like, so I've changed his other therapist, but yes, I never wanted to change Lolo, but Lolo, <laughs> right. Lolo had him when he was a baby. Yeah. I mean, he was three years old and developmentally, he, he was, seemed a lot younger. He was not even probably a one year old developmentally. So he truly was a baby. I mean, but when, when I posted his picture of the day he was diagnosed, he still had a passy. Yeah. So she, you know, really took him out of that toddler stage. And now he's like a big boy. Yeah. So we're still working on potty training. He's doing much better. Mm. He's doing better. Mm. I mean, I don't know when that's going to happen, but here's the thing. He understands now what it is and what it's about. Whereas like three or four months ago, he was kind of like, I'm not sitting on that thing or going pee in that thing. Yeah. Now he's open to it. He can kind of start to feel yeah, when but he the needs one thing to go. That potty training is done is it's like giving him total freedom to whip his dinger out and just start peeing everywhere. Oh, yeah. That happens a lot. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I'm hoping it doesn't happen at school because he did it at therapy. He's, he just pulled it right out. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. The other morning, Austin started screaming, help, help. And I'm like, I can, you know, I, I run out and I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I mean, you have five kids and someone starts yelling help. I mean, your mind starts going to some bad places, right? Yeah. I'm like, what? What? I'm running through the house. And she's like, he's peeing everywhere. I'm like, oh, thank God. That's like, <laughs> like that's not help. That's not nine one one. That's not even the non emergency number. That's nothing. I'm good with that. You know what I mean? Well, so we've talked a lot, and like you said, you don't want to jinx it. But so his behavior, well, not his behavior, his like skills he's learning to sit still and um, listen to directions and all that is getting much much better in table work. Mm-hmm. But then behavior wise, his biting is getting worse. You know, the feces smearing just came back. It's and back. And we, we had a good run of it. Back not, again. How long do you think it didn't happen? Six months? God, it felt like his entire life, like it never happened. Well, yeah, It was so good, but guess what we did? What? A couple of weeks ago, you're like, guess what he doesn't do anymore? I did. It happened you, like the day after. I know. And I that's know, why I'm telling you to stop saying things out loud <laughs> like this, because it's like, you well, know. Well, I was just happy. Yeah. Wow. Well, the universe, we just, the universe says, oh, really, Melissa? We don't do that anymore? Yeah. Okay. Yep, it's back. So that's back. But what is that? Who's? It's him. He's uh, just talking. Uh, he's with he's Austin. not crying? No. Yeah, I know. She gets him way that. too that's excited. Concerned. No. That's he's... the one person I'm a bit concerned when he's with alone. <laughs> <laughs> he's laughing. Oh. No, the head banging is back also. Well, the self-harm is, is really, I mean, I think we just have to be realistic about this whole thing. Like, for as many steps that he's, you know, taking very positive strides the self-harm is also growing as well mm-hmm. the biting the head banging um and he's he's pinching himself now yeah um you know so th- 
those are things, you know, but what will happen is, is in three, four, five, six, eight months, we'll say, hey, he hasn't done that in a while, and we'll be really happy, and then it'll happen again, and that's just, you just get used to this, sur- like, cycle cycle of you cycles know, back of yeah the pendulum swings back and forth back and forth and you know it's what's what's old is new again it, it's you know and so <clears throat> it sounds crazy but you find some some peace in that where you just realize okay i mean i you know it, like like when i get phone calls from people or i'm in a situation and someone's like look i've got some challenging news or this is going to be tough and i'm like try me I'm like, you have no idea. Like, I mean, try me, really. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm just like, "Eh, I don't know. I don't know how bad this can be. Like, you know, and that's cool, but it's just, it just gets you to a point where you're like, yeah, okay. You know, it's, I don't know. Well, I told you the other day, like, I'm not really scared of much anymore. Like, I think when you're an autism parent, you're like, I can take on the world. Yeah. Because every day is a challenge. Every minute of every day. I think too. Like, I get it. Like, it's easy to say I can take on the world. I think, for me at least, it's I can process things with more patience because of the background context of everyday life. Right. You know, because there's a five-year-old who might do the smearing, who bites, who, you know, can be sad and very happy all in the same millisecond. You know, it's like I can, you know, changing diapers on a five-year-old and and all those things. It's like, it's... I don't know. Almost five, I should say, too. Not five. Thursday. Yeah. Almost five. Well, you do. I mean, I've felt like lately even as I'm going through things. So he put um, one through five on or one through ten on the fridge with magnets. And then I went to clean them up. But you can't just clean them up. He has to go one, two, you know, and do all that. The same way it goes on it, it has to go off it. Yes, in and a, if you don't do that, you're it, just asking for a huge meltdown. Yeah. Like you actually told the story the other day. He went to one of his therapy centers, and you got there, and he was in the middle of the meltdown, and you and the therapist tried to figure out why, and it was the number 10. He had, he, I guess when it, the session ended, the 10, he didn't... He couldn't find the one to the 10 that he wanted. Right. And so he was either going to leave there, and the rest of the day was going to be pretty much a disaster, or... It was going to get figured out. And then you guys went and figured it out and he was fine. Well, she kept saying he's pointing. He keeps pointing up there. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, you want this zero. Yeah. And then she's like, well, we can't find that one. Well, thank God she found it. Because, yes, if I would have left like that, he would have been really biting the whole way home. Yeah. Who knows what would have happened? I'm like, let's try to figure this out. Think about it like this. Like, you know how people in life are like, I just need closure. Like some people in life are big on closure. Like I need closure. I need to know this. Is I real. am. Yeah, whatever, relationship, a job, whatever it is, a situation, you need closure. Like, he absolutely needs closure, but in every situation. Yeah. Every situation, he needs total and absolute closure to know that we're on to the next thing, but it's clean. It's a clean break. You know, he can't leave the one as part of the 10 somewhere out in the universe that's not the one he wanted uh, you know what I'm saying? Who knows how long he would have been upset about it? Exactly. And he would he could have thought about it for not just the day. It could have been days or weeks. And he could have. It's another thing, too. He can go back and remember those open-ended situations two, three weeks later and start talking about it, which can really confuse us because we're just like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Because we've got, you know, we're, we're living life a million miles an hour. He can do that as well. He can also live it at negative a million miles an hour. And go back and process it. Not just process it. He can go back and actually live it. Like he's actually in that moment. Which can be really good when it's a happy thing. But when it's bad, it's painful. 
And it makes you sad as parents because you're like, gosh, he's in a place that's not good and he just can't get out of it. Yeah. You know, so well, you try to give, I think, all those events as much closure as possible so that it's it's okay for him to go on to something else. And that's something we learned from ABA therapy. This is something Lolo has taught us. Yeah. Like, you can't just clean up. Like, last night when we, when we went out and came home, he was in the living room with Tyler those magnets were all over the floor. So I was like, Cal, let's clean up. And I started cleaning up. Nope. Can't clean up like that. Yeah. One. He had to do the one through 10 and then clean up. And I just, I used to, when he was like three, just early diagnosis and stuff and not knowing much, uh, I used to rush him. I used to be a fast paced person. That's just like, come on, let's move on to the next thing. Yeah. Now I find myself slowing down and helping him. Yeah. 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 I think, and we're not perfect at this by any means. We're just a lot better than what we were. Yeah, like, we're I'll learning. give you an example. A couple days ago, you were trying to give another haircut. Yeah. And it was kind of like chaotic. And then Lola was like, whoa, 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 everybody, everybody. Hello. She's like, take a break, everybody. And she's like, there is too much going on in this room right now for this to happen. Like, we've got kids in here, we've got uh, two therapists, mom and dad are in here, Barkley's running around. You know what? And she she said that. Yeah. Remember? And she was like, Cal, first off, do you want the kids in here? And I think he said no. And then so I said, OK, time for kids to go, whatever. And then she kind of got to more of the root of every. And then he finally just said, look, I just don't want my haircut. It's fine. But I think it's great when she does that, because I thought to myself, she's right. This is too much. You've got people trying to bribe him, asking him questions. The freaking dogs running around in circles grabbing people's shoes right you know the kids are laughing and then you've got you know maria who's you know i think trying to help you know interject herself in the situation and it, it was chaos and then she was like guys whoa like this is just not the that and i thought to myself you know she's right like that's kind of a moment where we just really we didn't do that the right way well and i i did want to do his haircut that day I know. he had just asked me i had all my stuff out i just wanted to get it over with but I'm like, okay, fine. But don't you think it's good that she just stops the whole situation? And she's like, guys, this isn't going to work. And here's why. <laughs> no, really. It, yes, I do. But it's also frustrating sometimes. Well, I don't care if it's frustrating. Like, I'm because like, we, okay, fine. Yeah, I'm but we got to learn from it. Like, I, think I it's know. Actually, I am learning. I know. And then the other good part about that situation, too, is that the kids had to understand, too. Because sometimes they get crazy. Like, they'll wake up and they'll start peppering him with a million questions over and over and over. And it's the same you question. You mean Austin? The other ones do. Trey does that too, though. <laughs> they like, you know, and they mean well. It's coming from a good place. But it's like, guys, you've got to take everything down. Like the the speed of the question, the volume of your question. You know what I mean? Like just let him get settled in. You know what I mean? Well, because so he is processing and yeah. taking it all in. And even last night, I'm like, he has a piece of pizza like sauce on his neck. I was telling Tyler, <laughs> get it off. And Tyler was like going to do it, but Cal's always listening. Yeah. So he got it off himself. He's pretty good at wearing his food sometimes. He can wear <laughs> food. Sometimes his hair, like his the top of his head, has like a it's like a three course meal. He's got all kinds of different <laughs> stuff up there after dinner. Well it's pretty funny. It's like I don't oh. know what it is, but he's always been like that. So when he tries new food, it goes on his head. Yeah. He On purpose. We talked about this, I don't know. I guess we're almost a hundred episodes in, but yeah, so he, when he got a new food, would take it and rub it on the top of his head and kind of down his face, and then he would try to eat it. And, I mean, there's no other way to say it. It's just crazy, right? Like, it's just, I mean, how could that possibly be doing anything? But to him, 
it's just that the the way the food feels on the top of his head and that's <laughs> it, <laughs> it does sound strange but it's true well hell yeah i mean hummus strange. i mean i don't listen, peanut butter you know and i we always have to do these like little disclaimers like we're not calling our kids strange like no. it's, it, it's just sometimes what autism brings to the table or the top of the head is just so different and and it just it, it's a strange you know thing to before you eat your food to put it on your head and, <laughs> and it just you know it, it just it's different and so you know now we we think it's kind of funny you know yeah. and he doesn't really do it and as it's m- also expected you know yeah and he doesn't do it as much but I, like i remember like when he first started this and i'm like oh god this kind of really limits the new foods we can you know like we were never going to be like hey cal try split pea soup you know, so he could take a big spoonful of it and dump it on his head and then, you know, and then eat it. And it's like, yeah. So, I mean, I remember when the pizza used to just be, you know, plunked on top of his head. He'd take French fries and smash it on top of his head and then eat it. Um, you know. Yeah, but you have to do, introduce new foods before bath time. Oh, yeah. Like there it was, started just to become that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It just, uh, it's just one of those things, you know, where it's like you don't see that coming. And that's something, by the way, because there's always an aspect of, of autism where, you can go to all the doctors and everything. They can't warn you of everything. You know, not one person said, hey, when he tries a new food, uh, it may go on his head before it goes in his mouth. Well, and because of it's a spectrum and every kid's different. I mean, unless you live with it, you don't understand it completely. Yeah. I mean, yes, a doctor can diagnose it and stuff, but they can't tell you exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, and it is it's it, it has its. You know, you can use whatever word, you know, strangeness or uniqueness or whatever. It's just usually unexpected things happening at, at unexpected times. But um, I, I, I will. I think that's kind of a big deal, especially if you're newer to um, an autism diagnosis for your, your kid. Um, there are going to be things that, you know, you're going to go. Didn't see that one coming. You know, because it's like, yeah, there's always some everybody does it a little different. And these these therapists or, or you know, pediatricians or everything, they can't be aware of everything. Right. You know, so it really is. Everything goes. There's not many rules of this whole thing other than there really aren't any rules. You know, don't get locked in on something because it, it the good or the bad is probably going to fade away. And then the good or the bad is probably also going to return. You know what I mean? It's going to come back. Yeah. And we've learned a lot and we're continuing to learn. I mean, there's going to be new things that come come about all the time I think we've really gained a lot of patience and if I can tell anyone just try to be patient because you need you need to be I wonder how you tell someone to be patient I'm just saying it helps no no no. I know I I was like I'm I'm just thinking out loud like I wonder if there's a better way to do it I'll have to think about that because we have like if someone's like well you always say that you're so much more patient like how and I'm like I don't really know how that's a good that's a good question. Like, I, I need to find a better way to articulate that. Well, like how, we're, we're more patient with him. Probably I, less patient with other, our other kids. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't agree with that. I think it's I think it's spilled over. I think it's spilled over. I, I do. I, I think it's. um. We're more definitive in things that we just can't allow happen. So maybe that seems like we're not patient. But I actually think we are more kind of understanding about certain situations. I do. Yeah, I well, don't know. At least I feel that way. I mean, if yeah, the kids will. I don't know what the kids will say. 
The kids are, listen, the kids aren't at school right now, and they're always mad at us because we can't drive them 15 different places a day. So, you know, right now the kids are just like, ugh. Our kids can do all these different activities and then come home, and then there's like 20 minutes of downtime. They're like, what are we doing next? I'm like, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. These kids have no rest in them at all. Plus, they, they don't even like watching TV or playing video games. I mean, I have to like literally beg them, please go watch a show. Kind of a good thing. Yeah, I know that, but yeah, it's exhausting because no, summertime. I, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, but it, it is funny. Like, you don't see, you know, in 2022 in America, parents like, guys, would you please just go take a shower, get a snack, and play video games or watch a movie? It's always the other way around. 99% of people are like, would you, you've been on the video games for eight hours. You haven't eaten. Most people, yeah. Go outside and get some sun. Go jump in the pool. No, that's not, that's not our thing. Like our kids will literally come home from a sleepover and 20 minutes later come up to us with their iPad and say, hey, I just got a message from my buddy and um, his dad's going to pick me up in 10 minutes and we're going to go play football. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, I mean, you've been gone for 16 hours playing sports. You're beat. You probably haven't eaten. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like. I don't know. Great problems to have, if you ask me. And by the way, good for Cal, because he actually is not it's not for him a big deal to go to like sports fields or outside stuff. A lot about that is because of the kids that they're always wanting to go to those places. So we have to figure out how to get it done. Therefore, he's along for the ride. And so when he sees a sports field, it's not like, oh, what's that? I don't want to be there. He'll go outside and play. Yeah, you know. The pool he loves, the beach he loves, the park he loves, playgrounds he loves. And that's a lot of that's because the kids uh, are always in some type of, you know, league that they're competing in. So it's pretty cool. Well, I will say right now he's um, really liking new places. Like I took our ABA therapist to the mall with us. Yeah. And then he kept asking for the mall after that. Yeah. You know, and I make him walk like a big boy now. And I try to have him walk now because he even said to me the other day up and I'm like, Cal, you need to be a big boy. Hold yeah. mommy's hand. I don't know. It's good. Um. So I have two things to say. We're probably far in. But yeah, I'm ready to wrap this up. Uh, okay, I have two things to say real quick. Because I got to... Um, one, sure. when the poop smearing <laughs> started when he was younger, I used to put him in onesies. I found the biggest onesies I can get. Remember? He yep. was in a onesie for a long time. So he couldn't get his hand in there. Yeah. So yep. that was helpful. They are hard to find. And then number two about the haircut. Lolo said, the last time we did the haircut, you did the haircut, we weren't here. So she's like, maybe you need to try it. Where how were you, did. you? They weren't here. There was no therapist here. I did it by myself. Ah. And I also remember that he had clips in his hands to hold. Yeah. Well, that was one of her things. Is said, give him something to do while he's getting the haircut. Yeah. Um, She's like, maybe us here is too much. I think Just it was. try it on your own yeah. next time. I mean, the way Lolo jumped in. Uh, she could see he was getting. She could. I just think she's like, this ain't happening. And I'm going to cut this off. But it was a good teachable moment for us. And the kids. And yeah. she's done that before. Like, that's, I think, some of the, the best therapists. Um, yeah, yeah, you're there for the, for the kid, but you realize the kid lives in this family. Everybody's got to be, you know, trained to a certain extent. Oh, I'll get killed for saying that word. Trained. Well, she you guys even, aren't dogs. She no, even gave I'm, our kids hugs before they left because our whole family is a part of this. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like we have to have like a method. We have to have an understanding of how to put this stuff into practice. It is training. It is training. Like yeah. you have to have training on how things work and, and how they don't work. So it um, I just think maybe the best, you know, therapists are the ones that also kind of take the time to help teach the parents. Because in the end, you're not going to have the same therapist for years and years and years. I mean, that's very unlikely. 
So you're the ones that really become, because we always say like we're parents and caregivers. And there's a difference. Like there's a difference between being a parent and a caregiver. Um, And then when you have to play both roles simultaneously multiple times throughout the day, like that's, you know, it gets, it just gets exhausting. And especially when you don't know what you're doing. So when these therapists come in and help the parents, it's good. Like Ashley, who did his um, speech, speech, like she was really good at the end of like she would say, here's what we're working on. Here's where he's come a long way. And here's what you can help with when I'm not here. Right. The certain sounds and things to say and stuff like like that stuff's really good. Yeah. Like there was a few things actually said and I was like, mm, and I would work with him on it after she would leave. Right. And I'm like, oh, I get what she's saying now. Like this does make sense. You know, so it's pretty cool. Well, and Lolo says he's my client. So she's going to do what's best for the her client. Yeah. And not what's best for the parents. Right. Because, see, that's the other side of this whole thing is that they run into a lot of times where parents go, well, that's not, you know, what the way we do it. And then she's kind of like, well, you can do whatever you want to do when I'm not here, but I'm just telling you what I'm going to do for him while I'm here. Yeah. And if you want to come along for the ride, you should, like in a positive way. But some parents don't. Some parents, you know. I mean, look, we've talked to people and we've got messages from people. We're like, the mom loves ABA therapy and the dad hates it. Or the dad loves ABA therapy and the mom's against it. And I'm like, listen, that, it's never going to work. Because if you have one parent trying to do this and one parent doing that, that you know what I mean? You have to be on board, yep. Yep, one way or the other. Or come to some type of um, agreement where if one doesn't like it, that's fine. But don't do things that are, you know, work against it. Right. Maybe you're just not involved in it or whatever. But, man, that's, whew, that's a tough, tough thing to be in. I think about, like, that would be really tough if, like, one parent is against therapy and one. And, and it is. It happens a lot. I you know. Some parents that are like, I want no intervention, none. My kid is my kid, and I'm gonna. This is their life, and I'm not doing anything. I'm not, you know, changing him and this or her or whatever. And then another parent's like, No, I, I'm. I'm looking. I'm seeking full potential here. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And you know, and, listen. And when those two people got together to have kids, they never thought they'd be in this situation. Right. You know, and then they are. Or sometimes it's with like in-laws. Like, yeah, you know, some laws will say, no, that you shouldn't be doing that. And it's my kid. I can do it. You know, it's just it, it's messy. It's just messy and blurry and hazy and everything. All right. So that's that. Sounds good. Are we done? Yep. All right. I got, got to say thank you to our friends at Aspire Nutrition. They just shared one of our podcasts um, on their Facebook page. It was very nice of them. Very nice. Great people. Great products. Do the research on probiotics. And autism guts. Boy, there's a lot to learn about the gut when you have autism. We had to learn the hard way. Um, But we use the Aspire Nutrition probiotics. You can get our link at dailyautism.com. Not just probiotics. they got tons of other nutrients. Um, We use a bunch of them. Uh, So I would encourage you to do the research um, and then check out Aspire Nutrition. Great story. Family had a kid that was diagnosed, and then they... um, They created a a company around autism and healing the gut. Aspire Nutrition. You can go to dailyautism.com. Grab the link right there.